welcome to the Super Chunky Podcast with your host, Christy and Bert. All right, welcome to episode nine. Today is January 26, 2019. I'm surprised I didn't screw that up this time. Yeah, there's... I don't know what I want to say. I was going to make a joke, but nothing came. <laughs> like, good job, Miley. <laughs> oh, we have, well, kind of a lot to talk about, um, especially in TV. Let's see. We've got RuPaul's Drag Race that started, All-Stars 4, Celebrity Big Brother 2. I've started watching The Masked Singer. So we should probably start with RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Which is about as far as I've gotten. Um, I'm still really. Um, I had one episode that hasn't recorded or didn't record because Friday night is for some reason getting really crowded on my schedule, um, and I only have a dual tuner TiVo. So um, some people have four, um, but mine is old and only has two. And so, like, if I have more than two things that need to record at the same time, which for the most part is okay for our shows, but Drag Race is an hour and a half. Right. And so it interferes with two time slots. Right. <laughs> so it gets really tricky. Um, so I figured out how to manipulate the schedule now, but that one, like, I think it was episode four didn't record and it never replayed like it, they used to replay too so if i missed the original airing it wasn't a big deal because my tivo would pick up a future one but it only airs once now that right. i can find out it never picks up another episode right or another you know showing so um so yeah so i got stuck there but the first three episodes are fun yeah i think it was a while ago now <laughs> and i'm i want to see i don't want to because you haven't seen four yet so i don't want to say anything so you've seen how far behind am I? <laughs> or are we? Because like, I think I've seen, okay. So are you, have you seen five and six? Well, no, because no, I watched haven't seen them four. in order. So I've only seen the first three episodes. Okay. So I can't respoil anything because <laughs> it starts Please. to get good after that. I'm going to try to get, I'm going to try to deal with that one episode because the other, the five, six and seven have recorded. It's just, I need to go watch four. Okay. So um, I should hopefully get caught up this weekend. Okay. But. So you only know. So the last one for those who haven't watched yet. Um, so you've seen Gia Gunn get eliminated. Because that was episode yes. three. Okay, that sounds familiar. So, according, yes. so for you, it's Jasmine Masters, Pheromone, and Gia Gunn have all been eliminated. So yes, okay. I can't talk about anything else after that. Got it. <laughs> 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 and now I've just spoiled. I think seven for myself because I'm on in, on Wikipedia and it shows me who's been eliminated. Dang it! Oh, <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy about it, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I won't say who it yeah. is. I think that I had something like that with a totally something different where I'm like, oh, no, I right. know what happens. I didn't want to know what happens yet because I'm not there. OK, so what do you think of the contestants that we have up there? Um, I thought it was really it was nice. You know, I still haven't seen all of the previous seasons okay. of regular drag race. So there were some folks who were new to me. Gia Gunn was one of them who okay. I didn't know anything. She hasn't um, changed much other than she's now, you know, she's came out as trans, but right. before that it's still the same, which, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. Um, I didn't like her back then either. <laughs> yeah. I was a little sad about pheromone because I just, I, 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 I 
know. There's something about she's her that I like. She's cute, but she doesn't. Yeah. She, to me, she feels like one of those one trick ponies. Like this one is, drives me crazy. Right. So, um, for the most part, <laughs> I love Monique Hart. I love Monet Exchange. I love Trinity the Tuck. And I'm a huge yeah. fan of Manila just because she's a Minnesota girl. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I knew that. She started, at, I think, at the 90s. Yeah, she was another one that I didn't know previous to watching. Yeah. So Season, I was so. excited about that. Um, and then, so did you see any of the past uh, seasons of the All-Stars? I saw the last one. I think okay. it was the first one that I'd seen. Okay, because I think in the first one is when Manila and um, Latrice were together they were teamed up okay um so they became latrilla <laughs> or yeah yeah <laughs> so and and they had to play pretty much almost the whole season you were in a team which was really hard for some people because they were stuck with people they didn't like and okay. so yeah so they but they had to work on a lot of challenges together so they really did have a bond so mm. yeah and then um I mean, other, so there's not a whole lot that we could talk about this yet because the, the yeah. juice doesn't happen until after four. <laughs> right. You know, it's like I, I know I'm behind, but I wasn't thinking about my podcasting responsibilities right. in order to make sure I get myself caught up. So um, I will uh, I'll do better. <laughs> but we can talk about, did you see who they are and have announced for the next season of Drag Race? I have not. Okay. Let me go do that. Drag Race season. What are we at? Twelve? I don't know, 50. I don't know. Oh, wait, 50s for something else I'm working on. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Nope, maybe it's 13. Anyways, all I remember is um, Mercedes Iman Diamond from Minnesota is one of the contestants. So I'm excited. We have another Minnesota. So we've had three now because Bibi Bataharabene started out in Minnesota and she was the first season queen. And then okay. we've had Manila, who's been on there quite a few times now. And then now okay. we'll have uh, Mercedes Diamond. So I'm excited. Am I supposed to know who that is or is it just that it's someone else from Minnesota? I know who she is um, just okay. because I, I go out to these things a lot. Um, so I know who she, she is. But yeah, she's she's kind of a big deal here. I think she's been a, pa- a pageant queen winner a lot. Okay. She does. I think she's based out of the 90s, um, hosts a lot of shows. Um, so, yeah. We were all excited. Sometimes I'm not really connected to the fact that there's actually like live things that happen related right? to drag, not just drag <laughs> race. Like drag race is pretty much all I know. <laughs> um, okay, so then let's move on. How, how caught up are you on Celebrity Big Brother 2? I am 100% caught up on Celebrity okay. Big Brother. <laughs> I did not watch. Was it last night's? Okay. Is that? Oh, man. Is that the. But, I, but I've read an article, so I already know. Okay. Is that the one with uh, the mooch? Yeah, or the, it, the reveal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've read about it. I haven't seen it, but I've read about it. But do you know who was voted out? No, I do not. None of that I okay. know. But you know what? It doesn't bother me at all. So oh, okay. it's fine. I'm a little sad. Okay. What do we think of the people so far? We'll start with there. Most of them, I don't know who they are. Okay. So, I mean, like, obviously I follow. Well, actually, I follow the Olympics, but I did not know who Jojo. No, Lolo Jones is. Um, Ryan Lochte, of course, I do because I follow all the swimming. But right. um, 
But yeah, there were a lot of people that were like, I don't, I don't know where they came from or what they did. But I think I figured out like a couple of the gals are maybe like from Real Housewives yes. stuff, and I've never watched any of that. So okay. that was part of it. Like so, celebrities and who's mine? <laughs> so let me pull them up so I have them in front of me. Okay, so Dina Lohan, yeah. we know, is the momager of Lindsay Lohan. Right. And I, I mean, I knew she existed. Right. I didn't know anything about her other you than You know that, who but- Joey Lawrence is. Well, yes. Yes. Joey, Joey, I'm a fan of. Um, Candy Burris is the one that's a Real Housewives, and she was on a girl group called um, Escape from the 90s, I think. Okay. Um, That sounds a bit familiar. Kato Kalen, you're familiar with. Uh, how, how? Yeah, that would be hard to not know. <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't know. I don't, cracked out of an egg. <laughs> right. I don't know Lolo Jones. I don't know Natalie Eva Marie because yeah. I don't watch WWE or anything. Right. Ricky Williams, don't know who he is because I don't watch football. <laughs> right. His I name, I think I knew, but I didn't know anything right. about him. But. Ryan Lochte, only because Olympics and drama. <laughs> <laughs> Tamar Braxton, I know because I watched the Braxton Family Values, <laughs> so uh, I actually okay. kind of knew of the issues between like, her and Candy. Okay, so I assume that she's Tony Braxton's sister or something. Yes. So there's five okay. of them: Tony, Tamar, okay. Trina, Tawanda, and Tracy. Okay, isn't that sad that I can just name them all? <laughs> oh, a little and bit. Their brother, um, I don't remember his, his name though because he doesn't make an appearance a lot, but. Okay. Yeah, I watched. That's another good one. Like, I like watching Jersey Shore because of the drama and and them. They're the two that okay. literally it's a it's a study in how not to communicate. <laughs> like, if they would just shut up and listen to people or use certain choice words, they would not have the issues they have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Tamar's the worst. She's the baby of the family, and so nothing is her fault ever. Uh, you know, and everything yeah. should be going her way. So. Yeah, she's kind of loud. Oh my god, she's like that on the show. That is her all the time. Okay, all right. Yeah, and then Tom Green, we knew who he was. Man, I haven't seen him in years. He has well, a- yeah. I mean, I, I I remembered him, but yeah, I hadn't seen him in, yeah around for a long, long time. Jonathan Bennett, I think I've seen him in a few things. I, I know about Mean Girls, and that's it. Yeah, and, and Amy yeah. knew him from a lot of stuff that she's watched. So I was like, oh, okay. okay, but he's funny. He was cracking me up. The <laughs> oh, whole, yeah, the whole thing about I can't stop farting. <laughs> we were dying. <laughs> <laughs> and then Anthony Scaramucci. So yeah, I think Jonathan was sort of my well, and like <laughs> he was like the Ross replacement in a way. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that, that it, yeah, and sadly, um, he, he was the one who was voted out last night. Yeah, I just saw that because um, I'm on so, Wikipedia. Yeah, I was like, all of a sudden I realized I'm already talking about him in the past tense. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spoiler. spoiler. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, that was kind of my thought, too, is that he was sort of, you know, sort of the best role of Ross for me so yes. far. And he's just so, you know, I want to I want to nickname him eyebrows. Um, <laughs> yes. and, and he's just so like with the, the eyes wide about like all these cool people he's meeting and whatever. Oh it's like when he was on stage with Julie Chen and people are walking yeah. out and his face just lit up like, oh, my God, these people are here. <laughs> I know. I know. He was just so fun to watch. And then and then which one was it who came out that he was like, oh, the Ricky Williams or somebody. And he was like, I don't know who you are. His face was nothing. <laughs> I have nothing for you. It was great. It was hilarious. Yeah, uh, was, uh, yeah I definitely am sad about him 
um, being voted out so quickly just because right. I thought he was, he was just fun to watch whether or not I ever cared about whether he won or not who knows but um, but he was just fun right. um, and not you know yeah but it, it was his interview with Julie is really hilarious at the okay. end of the show so look forward well, to that and so okay so then spoiler uh-huh. uh, Anthony Scaramucci we know is a fake house guest supposedly yeah, apparently so, yes <laughs> What I'm wondering and what I'm curious, if, if maybe they just made that up and that he really decided to just leave. It's possible. Yeah. But on the other hand, I can't tell. And, you know, it, it, you might have more thoughts about that after watching the episode because okay. um, it, it's it made more sense about some of the weirdest crap that he was saying. OK. Once we find out that he's he was just there for like this this twist okay um like either he was saying weird stuff and that's just what they used to for this thing that they did right or he was planting stuff it's hard to tell okay so i don't know what the truth is of that and i haven't like looked up to see if there were any articles or stories about that or whatever but but it either makes the whole time on the show make more sense because he's kind of an oddball um or he just that's that is him and they used it and who knows but i did kind of that thought crossed my mind too like yeah. he decided that he really didn't want to be in it and they decided to make a twist out of it i don't know but because it's not like he was you know having i mean it seemed like people were treating him you know pretty well or you know they were all having good fun about it and he seems to have a relatively decent sense of humor about the whole thing about you know his short stint in the White House and whatnot. <laughs> so, right. I'm, I'm um, kind of as you're talking. I'm kind of reading uh, read, reading the um, <laughs> Wikipedia's thing about the fake house guest Anthony mm-hmm. and how the whole thing kind of went down. And there's one paragraph here. I'm going to read it. However, some viewers have started to speculate if the twist is fake on social media. People think Anthony simply quit, but production didn't want the third quitter in the show's history in its second season, so they created the <laughs> fake house guest twist. Anthony's come out and stated that he hasn't quit, and news sites have changed the previous stories to say, to say he was a fake house guest, but viewers still believe Anthony simply quit because he acted very much like a real house guest, competing competitions, got nominated, great alliances, and talk strategy with fellow house guests. So I don't well, know. Yeah, but you can't. No. I mean, you wouldn't be able to be a fake, fake house twist. guest without actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to. I mean, if it is, if it wasn't an out for them to let him out of the house um, without losing face, if it really was a twist from the very beginning, he actually did it really well. Right. Yeah. I mean, because like I had no idea that. Right. that was coming and so i could i can understand why there could be a good speculation about that but i mean he's just a good actor right or <laughs> he know? finally and he, looked he around and said, or he finally looked around and go why am i with these stupid people well right i mean <laughs> I, 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 to I could totally buy either story like either he was you know like a plant from the beginning you know set up to do this twist or he said whoa <laughs> right like this is not the platform for me <laughs> right <laughs> okay let's move on to the mask singer now you have not watched the show yet uh, i hadn't even heard of it until you mentioned it to me the other right. day so so i think it started out i'm not sure how it started if it started in korea or where it started but people love the show Okay. And the premise is, is there are famous people. They could be sports, Broadway, 
uh, uh, TV stars, actual singers. We don't know who they are. And they come in a complete head-to-toe costume. And they sing songs. Everything else about them, when they talk through a microphone and give small little answers, it's voice changed. So you don't know who it is. But their singing voice is their real voice. And so they sing a little bit of these songs. And there's a panel of judges that are trying to figure out who these people are. And so the panel is, it's hosted by Nick Cannon. But then the judges are Robin Thicke, Jenny McCarthy, Ken Young, and Nicole Scherzinger. And they've already had four eliminations, so I already know who four of them are, but I'm not going to tell you that because I I don't, Mm -hmm. you know. But some of these people, you can tell. Like, we're sitting here listening to them, me and Amy, and we're like, okay, that person is definitely not a professional singer. There's no way. Or, oh, my God, that's so-and-so. You can tell, you know, certain people. But it's, it's funny interaction because you know these voices. And you're like, oh, my God, could that be blah, 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 you know. Boy, I'm using that word a lot today, aren't I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it's kind of fun to just that go again? blah 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 blah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's a fun show because it's a little more interactive than just like watching Big Brother. It's like you are trying to figure out as well who the heck is this. You know, it kind of reminds me of the mole and mm. how interactive oh, it I was. Oh, I know, me too. But like trying to figure out who the mole was. In in a way, it's kind of like that. You're trying to figure out who the, who the person is behind the singing. So there was okay. a couple of them. I, two of them, well, the first one, obviously, I didn't know. But one, uh, one of them, I definitely, we definitely knew right away. Um, and we were right. But the other ones, we didn't know yet. But yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. So you yeah, definitely so, check so it out. I, I did a quick Google and the first thing I found out is Jenny McCarthy is apparently married to Donnie Wahlberg. When oh, did that yeah. happen? I knew that. They've been married <laughs> no for a while. Idea. Yeah, because I, I don't really follow the celebrity <laughs> news very much. <laughs> well, and I've watched a little bit of their show. Donnie loves Jenny. Oh, there's a show. There's a show. Okay. <laughs> and so then I learned about <laughs> Wahlbergers and then I learned about <laughs> I'm like, so but actually, it's kind of funny. One of the one of the singers that sings, um, me and Amy are both on opposite ends. One of them I say is Joey Fatone from NSYNC. And she's thinking it's got to be like Mark Wahlberg or Donnie Wahlberg. And we're mm-hmm. like, if Jenny doesn't know the voice of them, oh, my God, that would be kind of funny because <laughs> she's be married to Donnie. <laughs> All right. So it looks like this is a Fox show. So yes. I'll have to. Uh... I'll have to take a look. You it know, is on I'm, not, Hulu. I'm, I'm trying. Okay. That's well, that's good to know. Yeah. One of these days I have to decide if I'm going to get the, like, I, what, what was I watching on Hulu recently? Oh, um, the Orville. Oh yeah. And it drives me nuts having to wait through the ads. So right. like every once in a while, I'm like, should I just bump up my subscription to the ad free level? Cause although there are some ugh. shows that even at the ad free, you still have to go through an ad like at the beginning and the end. Well, that would be okay because, like, if I know that that's happening, I can do something else. But, like, you know, otherwise, yeah, I don't know. We kept getting ads. After having a TiVo for so, so long, ads are just so, like, I mean, there's some that I'll watch if they catch my eye. But otherwise, we were watching the Orville last night and through the Orville, like, all the ads were playing twice right after each other. So instead of going through, like, four (laughs) ads, we went through eight. (laughs) Oh, geez. Yeah, it was kind of annoying. I hope they fix that because I still I'm still not caught up on that. I've been recording them now on my TiVo, but um, but I still have 
a few that I have to watch right. on Hulu. So, because I'm not, I think I have one episode left of the first season, and then I can jump in on the second season. But, right. but I've been loving that show. We didn't talk about talking about the Orville, but um, I, I think you know, I've just been trying to not add new shows. Right. But, um, but there's some but that are just so, so far, good out there. Well, right, and I just you know, like I'm such a Star Trek fan yes. that just I, I once I started watching, I'm like, yeah, I have to watch this because it it's such a it's odd a fun take, take on that yeah. genre. Yeah. Like it's just it's fun and funny, and fortunately not too much with the you know, like what's his face, um, the lead guy oh, name uh, escapes me, <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Yes. Um, you know, like, like Sean McLean. No, that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> like I like, and I and I and I really, you know, I I like the Family Guy, but sometimes it goes a little too right. What kind of humor? Okay, that, that episode exactly. you've seen. So you're caught up on that one, right? On the Family Guy? Yeah, no, on Orville. On no, I'm not caught up. I oh. have one episode left of the first season. Okay, so you haven't seen the second season at all? Not yet. Okay, there's one episode with Bordis. Trust me, you'll know which one I'm talking about when you get there. It was weird. Okay. <laughs> so far, that's the only one that's been weird. And it was, we got done watching that episode and we looked at each other and we're like, what the hell did we just watch? <laughs> Neat. <laughs> so it was like, um, just sort of, there are some interesting things about, you know, like the universe. I mean, and I will say they, they, they talked about a subject that, a lot of people have issues with whether they're married or single, but it was just a little uncomfortable, <laughs> a little All right. weird. <laughs> All right. I uh, so, look forward to it, I yeah, guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's the first one you're just like, just, just you'll get through it. But yeah. Um, okay. Have you watched, started watching the new season of Star Trek Discovery? No, not we yet. haven't either yet. No, I keep forgetting, and we're like, "Oh, we gotta watch that." Yeah, I mean, I think anything where I well, first, I'm not even caught up with my TiVo shows because I've been working on some other things that we may end up talking about. But um, <laughs> the uh, but yeah, so so I'm a little behind on just my regular TV. So right. anything where I have to go off of, you know, like either switch to some, you know, an app or my Apple TV or whatever, I'm just. I haven't even gotten there yet, but right, I'm right. working on it. I'm trying right. to, you know, but I don't also don't want my TV watching to be work. So, right. <laughs> right. But yeah, I've been watching some videos and stuff related to other stuff. And so I've been watching a lot of you know, like audio video content, just not TV programs. So like, okay. So like I sit on my butt all day, every day now. Mm -hmm. And I sit in my craft room because if I don't, my cat won't leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. And I have so much stuff on my list that I should be watching, but then yeah. I'm like, but then I have to pay attention or I, it, it's like, I don't want to get too involved right now because I won't, don't have the time to finish it. So I always fall back on Voltron because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched the new one and I keep seeing memes about the end and I'm like, okay, this looks really good. And it is really good. I should say. Um, so I've been watching a lot of that. <laughs> And then there was something else I was watching. I don't remember what I, what I keep. It's oh. that one and something. Oh, Highway Through Hell. I end up watching. <laughs> Sounds a little familiar. Um, so this is totally off where from where we were going, but I was looking at something else. Have you been looking at the inspiration photos for Shop Hop? No. Have you got any of those yet? No. So they've posted, it looks like three shops they've where, posted where they, so where far. Where are they posting at? <sighs> 
Well, uh, uh, social media, but I'm actually catching up. I thought I saw one of them, I think, on Instagram just by happenstance, but they're also posting them on Ravelry in the Minnesota Yarn Shop Hop group. Okay. Um, just so I can go so, there. So the theme is this is games this year, right? Oh. Yeah, right? This is going to be so fun. And I think you might have a good guess on what the game inspiration for Knit and Bolt is. Just think back to their what they did for their anniversary thing when we were there for Yarn Shop Day. D&D. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, that's it's kind a, of like cheating then, isn't it? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it depends and on what then, they do. So for Harriet and Alice, which is a new shop on the hop, um, it looks like it's shoots and ladders. And okay. three kittens. Oh, yep. Okay. It's something I've never heard of. Mystery date game. Oh, it looks like it's some like retro old that's game. Very old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that might be interesting. So, so those are the only three that are on Ravelry. I don't know if there are more that are out there yet. But so I love games and, you know, like board games and other, you know, games and stuff. So this year I think is going to be super fun. I'm going but. over to Instagram to see if they've posted more. Yeah. Because all those pictures came from Instagram, it looks like. So. Yep. Switch accounts. I think I got, I think I got the mystery date one on Facebook too, but you know, it's sort of whatever shows up in my feed randomly. So. Um, let's see. Minnesota shop hop. There it is. Um, oh, yep. They got more up there. Somebody's got Rubik's cubes. Oh, I did see yarnery. I got an email from them today. So I saw that. And somebody else put up, um, okay, I don't know if this is just a general picture or what, but they have the, um, monkeys in a barrel picture. Oh, mm. yeah. Interesting. Is that a game? It, it, it's a barrel of monkeys. A barrel of monkeys. Yeah. It's okay. a game. And I know it's a toy. It was like but... a pickup game kind of a thing. Okay. Kind of like, um, Pick up sticks. Yeah. Okay. All right. So make things happen. What's this one? Oh, on your calendar yet. Join us April 4th through 7. Yeah, it's coming up. I need to finish my scarf. Towel, whatever oh, that thing is called. Shoot. Which Towel. one are we doing? The Doctor Who one? Yeah. Yeah, I got to finish mine too. Yeah. So does my mom. I, I work on it in chunks. Me too. The weaving in all the bajillion ends is sort of right. tedious, but I'm trying to do it as I go. Uh, so how has your, your home been? Because I've been having lots of issues with mine. <laughs> um, other than my ridiculous neighbors who like to open their garage door about a million times a day, um, mostly okay. <laughs> it's a little um, chilly by the windows and stuff right but other than that because you know it's, it's minnesota and it's january and that means sometimes when that happens we get single digit and below weather it, yes it happens um but my my energy bill will be a little high that's that's just the way it is um but yeah i just i i have these neighbors whose garage is underneath my house which i don't know why they didn't build this with more like sort of soundproofing and insulation stuff. stuff it's so weird to me how how loud these things are also we have quiet garage door openers now they should just all get them <laughs> <laughs> i mean if i ever replace mine i'll probably get a quiet one just because 
you know, I mean, I, I'm the only one who hears it, but still, you know, right. it would be nice to have it be quieter. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, and sometimes I think that they Although, might be letting their kid play with yours, it. If you keep yours noisy and they all got quiet ones, at least then you'd know if somebody was breaking into your garage. True. That's true. <laughs> um, I'd be able to tell the difference. Yeah. Um, the, um, but yeah, I think that it seems like they might be, you know, some of it might be, I know that they have a kid who uses the passage, you know, cause we have keypads and stuff. Um, to get in and out and that's fine but it seems like you know there was one day where it just kept it was like pulsing um a blender oh my god where they were just like it was just going like you know just you know a foot up and a foot down and a foot up and a foot down i'm like are you kidding me oh my god like so i I literally don't know if there's something wrong with it right or if they're just playing with it or they don't know how how to operate a garage door after living here for almost a year right so it's one of those. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's like if I didn't have to deal with the garage doors and the slamming passage doors, my, my life would be very nice. Right. So actually I should knock on some wood because I haven't heard a single garage door yet since I got home. So <laughs> well, but, I've mentioned my power issues. My half my yeah. house still doesn't have power. Yikes. And then we found out because of when we were trying to get that repaired, we found out we had what's called water bladders under our house. <laughs> That sounds, that sounds all kinds of awkward. <laughs> right? <laughs> so you've got under uh, under a, a manufactured home that's on stilts like this, you've got uh, underneath the house, you've got insulation and then a moisture barrier. And so from underneath, you can see the moisture barrier. Well, when you have a leak, it hits the insulation. The insulation kind of absorbs some of it. And then when it starts to get heavy, that moisture barrier kind of catches everything and it just holds it there. So we had these huge, three huge bubbles bowing down under our house full of water (laughs) which is probably why we have a power issue um so we had to poke holes and cut some of that open which i think is exposing probably some of the ductwork and making it cold (laughs) Mm. but then we had since january 1st we could not get our house heated past 65 degrees and at night it would drop down to like 52 Lots of blankets. Um, yeah, that's excessively chilly. Yeah. And well, we finally got that under control and now we've able to keep the house at 70 ish, which is nice. Um, still no power issues. But then while the guy was here, he let me know because we also been having issues with our washing machine and we found out that it's irreplaceable. It's not fixable. We basically have to get Mm. a new washing machine and it's leaking water. Which probably contributed to some of the freaking bubbles underneath because of the vent where the dryer is, is right behind the washer. And then we found out, oh, hey, by the way, your air coil in your furnace that connects to your outside air conditioner needs to be replaced. But the problem is, is you have an older unit and they have phased those units out. You won't be able to get parts in the next year. So if anything else happens next year to your furnace, you're not going to be able to fix the part. You're going to have to replace it. So you might as well replace it now. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) I've already spent my severance check on electricity repair that didn't actually get fixed. And now I have three more appliances I have to replace. Shoot me now. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's not... um No. I I, I mean... I look at renting... I I, I do appreciate the fact that... Well, I don't know what I appreciate. I mean, I... (laughs) 
I'm trying to figure out what what in there I was trying to appreciate, but maybe being able to plan, even if it's short term planning for right. a furnace. Like I, I never want people to have to do what I did, which is my furnace is not operable right now, and right. it is really cold. Right. And fortunately for me, I was going out of town for a few days. Yeah. So. Um, because it was, it was like right around Thanksgiving. Yeah. I remember I think it that. Was, I think it was Wednesday night before Thanksgiving that I realized I had a problem and Excel, you know, someone from Excel came and they red tagged my furnace so I couldn't use it. I mean, if I did, I would just you know, be putting myself in at a health risk. Right. And then, or was it? Well, yeah. So anyway, it fortunately wasn't super cold like right away, but right. it was getting colder and oh, yeah. with no furnace, it was really kind of cooling off. So fortunately I was going to be out of town for a couple of days. So my cats went and lived at my parents' house and then I was able to kind of manage until they could come Monday and give me a new furnace. But yep. it was kind of a pain yeah. having no furnace yeah. for a few days. And at least like my wife said, she goes, well, it's running now. So we will wait. And, and we it's will, not killing you. No. It's just not keeping you warm enough. <laughs> well, no. And now it is because they did replace oh, like a, okay. a gas valve and we can control oh, the temperature. Okay. It, so what was it? Here's my theory is that <laughs> I since I have a smart home stuff, I had on my smart things app, I had their thermostat director, which would let me connect everything. And so. Instead of trying to program the thermostat itself with a schedule, it handled it for me so I could easily change it. So I had it set so that if the temperature dropped below 69, it would kick in the furnace to bring me up to 69. And in, mm-hmm. the, in the summer, if it dropped below a certain or if it rose above a certain temperature, it would kick in the air. Somehow sure. something was screwing, I think, screwing that up to the point that it wasn't running properly and so mm. it was having a hard time just running period um okay. once i turned that off on sunday or monday night after the guy came on monday because he had to come back on tuesday or wednesday and then thursday so once i turned that off on wednesday night or tuesday night um after he left wednesday everything was working he's like i didn't do anything when he came back thursday i told him he's like <laughs> i didn't do anything other than clean some things out plus oh plus we realized Saturday morning before I called him, um, I had a brain fart and realized we finally put air filters back on that last year and we never checked mm-hmm. them. They were so oh. clogged. So we were getting no airflow. So that was that was issue one. Yeah. So once we did that, it, instead of it getting down to 52 in the house at night, it was getting down to 62 at night. So by 10 degrees, we, you know, we changed that. But then I think that schedule thing was having an issue. So I've had that turned off and now Alexa's actually handling it and it's working better. So we're at okay. least now staying at the temperature. We tell it like if I want it 72, it'll get to 72 and it'll stay there. So the furnace side is fine. But come summer... We're going to have issues because that a coil is having is leaking. It will leak if I run it um, okay. down into my floor, another bubble. And uh, so we're going to have to replace it before summer. But at least we've got uh, quite a few months before we have to deal with that. So the washer, though, is a problem because that is leaking now. <laughs> so, Eggs. yeah, the joys of owning a home. <laughs> yeah, it's super I, fun. I look at my children and I tell them all these things and they're like, I don't want an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, me neither, kid. Me neither. Yeah, they're just there are some things that are unfortunate. Yeah. And I, I keep telling them like, hey, when, like they would complain about high school or anything at school. I'm like, hey, all you have to worry about homework and what you're going to wear. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's it. Wait until right. you're done. Cherish this time now because once you're out of high school, you're gonna have bills and job and all these things you're gonna think about. They're like, uh, can we just keep <laughs> going to school? I'm like, yeah, you can be a career college person if you really want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But I don't talk to my neighbors though. So I don't have neighbors close enough that I have to deal with. Yeah, I don't talk to mine either. I just, well, that's not true. I yell at them a little bit, but they, <laughs> they, they can't hear me because, right. <laughs> you know, their garage door is covering it up. I, all, I up picture all the sometimes when you tell me these things, I can just picture you like leaning out, being that one lady in the apartment building that leans out her <laughs> windows yelling at people that walk by. <laughs> I don't do that. Um, I have had a few circumstances where, particularly with the garage that's underneath my bedroom, um, there have been some renters. So I own my home, but uh, some of the ones in the in this area in this building are rented out, and that one's a rental. And as is the one where the garage is right under my bedroom or my living room, and. Um, the fo- there have been some folks who have been there where, like, there was one kid who was like working on his car or something, and it's like, well, I get it, like, you need to fix your car. Technically, that's actually not allowed by our association rules, right. but whatever. I mean, I get it. Um, but it was like eleven o'clock at night, yeah. And he's you know like banging away at his car, and I'm like, and so I open my window and I'm like, hey, you know, and he's like, <laughs> the look on his face when he realized that there was like. A person, a person above you from, yeah. from a window. I'm like, first of all, you know that someone lives here, right? Like these windows aren't for show. Um, and so my, my living room and uh, master bedroom windows look out over the parking lot area. So I kind of know a lot about what's going on, right. <laughs> whether I want to or not. Um, I do have other windows that face other directions, but, um, but those are the main ones that are, you know, sort of ones that I look out. Um, but yeah, just the look on his face, I will never forget. He was just like, whoa, what's going on up there? <laughs> like, I just need you to like maybe stop for the night because it's late and, yeah. you know, whatever. And you've had so, to deal with smokers. Uh, yeah, that's sort of a relatively new thing. That's actually not been a thing in, you know, for most of the rentals. I think just because I think there's just, let, you know, fewer smokers out there these days, right. I think. But um and I don't know if the prior owner of this one rental, because it used to be rented out by someone else and then it um, foreclosed and someone else bought it. But um, the prior person also rented it out. And maybe he had a rule that no smoking was allowed. Clearly, the current owner does not have that rule. Um, or if he does, it's only for their house because they've been smoking in the garage a lot yeah. and outside the garage. And I, I've not noticed it as much now that it's been bitterly cold. So I don't know what they're doing. Um but there have been some times where I open my garage door and, you know, like I can just smell all the smoke coming into my garage. And it does kind of leak through the, the the outside of the frame of my windows. But that's where because that's where the air leaks. But, right. um, yeah, so I haven't noticed it so much in the last couple of weeks again. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but. It has been sort of an intermittent problem that um, there are no kind of there is no association rules about it. So I'm kind of kind of out of luck right? Um, for that. So it's like I don't really want to move, but I'm not sure how much longer I can put up with sort of the the noise and, and the, the hassle. smoking possibilities and yeah stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot to think about. And I finally got to join all my friends who have iPad Pros and Apple Pencils <laughs> and realize how much 
we love our iPad Pros and Apple Pencils, don't we? <laughs> I, I I love my. I, yeah, I wish it wasn't as heavy it is as it is. Right. It's not even that it's so heavy, but I definitely can tell, you know, because I don't take it to work with me all the time, but sometimes I do, especially if I think I'm going to be able to work on something like during my lunch hour or something like that, right? Um, or if I need it after work uh, for something. And it's significantly heavier. My tote bag is significantly heavier with it than without it. Right. Um, so that's something that um, is a little bit unfortunate about it just because, I mean, I've been having shoulder problems. So the last thing I need to do is add weight to my tote right. bag. Um, but um, but I do use it all the time. I mean, I am one of those people who's on my computer at work all day long. And sometimes about the most I can muster up is to open my iPad um, in the evening to, you know, kind of read stuff or catch up with stuff or, you know, whatever. Uh, I do. I haven't been doing that too much lately. But yes, that's, yeah. that's definitely see, Michael, that was actually one of the, that was one of the, the biggest things that I got it for. And then I kind of wasn't doing it as often. Right. But um but that's okay. I use it for tons of other things. Yeah. So and see, Michael, when when the iPads first came out, as a as a graphic designer, it's like, yes, I can finally, you know, sketch on the go or design some stuff on the go. And then when I got my iPad, like none of that stuff was really there. And all the different styluses that were out, like none of them worked as well. Like the the the, the rubbery nib things are too fat <laughs> to get yeah. like real precision. Right. Or the the styluses that did connect the lag was so bad that it wasn't even worth it. And so when I finally got the new iPad pro and the new, um, Apple pencil. Oh my God. I do all my design stuff on there now. Yeah. (laughs) Like everything starts there, including, um, like my InDesign work. I have the little app that I can quickly draft up stuff and then send it to my big computer. But so much stuff I start there and, like you, well, okay. So I did this card for the Minnesota Genealogical Society's fiftieth um, anniversary postcard that we're going to be sending out. That mm-hmm. entire front image I did on my iPad in Procreate, yeah. and it was so easy. And Procreate, oh my god, I can't talk enough about that program. I love that program. It does <laughs> so much fun stuff, and you can import brushes and backgrounds and things. And yeah, I've been having a ball learning that program, but. And then coloring, of course. (laughs) And taking notes. Even taking notes is fun. It just works so smooth. So, and then I, so Amy got, and then I had to replace my wife's iPad because um, one of her cases um, broke. And as she, you know, tried to deal with it, manage with it, and it kind of, it, it comes into, you can take it apart into pieces, but the, the piece that the one snaps into to like, tilt and open the keyboard up um was flimsy and so you'd go to open the keyboard and it would just come off (laughs) the the top half and the thing would still stay where it was moved it didn't move real smooth well she went to open it once and it literally let go of her ipad and it hit our floor and shattered oh so she had been dealing with a scratch screen for like two years and she was not happy so i finally for christmas got her a new iPad. Turns out that I think your Apple Pencil, because you have the first version, right, with the little lightning yeah. plug. I think that version will work with her iPad. Even oh. even though she's not an iPad Pro, she's the new iPad. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. why can't they make them work with our phones too then? <laughs> well, that's, you know, I was talking to someone, um, a coworker of mine who um, she got is it like a Galaxy Note? 
note of some kind. And she loves the fact that it has like a little stylus pencil type thing that she can use with it. Um, She's like, because I don't remember why she was thinking about maybe getting an iPhone, um, but she would miss having the stylus, that stylus yeah. thing that she just, you know, and her phone isn't that old either. But um, but she was giving it some serious thought, except for that. And right. um, like, yeah, that's, you know, it's like I don't really think about it all that much because I don't even use the pencil as much on my iPad as I used to. Um, but. But it is a nice thing to have. Yeah. And it would kind of be nice to have like maybe like a little Apple mini pencil. <laughs> right. Right. That I could well, because, kind of like, have okay, with my phone. I use Procreate and Procreate has made a mini version for my phone, which is big. But my fingers are mm. a little big <laughs> to be trying to draw on that thing. So having like a little stylus that I could quick make up some backgrounds or whatever for my Etsy merchandise would be wonderful. Yeah. So. And then you and I love to use online tools. And we, oh, yes. we both love Airtable. Yeah, I had kind of played around a little bit with it because you had set up something for our podcast, um, which doesn't seem to be, a, doesn't seem like either one of us has done anything <laughs> with that for a few, several episodes. I keep but, forgetting about it, yeah. Um, well, and now I understand it a little better, which is part of why I was like, don't do this. But um, it reminds me a lot of an app that I used to use, and we didn't really call them apps then, right. <laughs> but um, in the Palm Pilot environment called HandyBase, which apparently is still sort of out there in some capacity or another. But um, but I built tons of tables in HandyBase or like databases for different kinds of things like uh, – well, it's entirely possible that I created episode guides on there for different TV shows that I watch. I'm so glad that those that there's like apps, you know, like I think we both use TV time Which now. I don't think have um, we ever talked about that on our show. I don't think we have. I don't I don't know. But um, but that's another online tool of a sort right. that. Um, but yeah, so and I used to use a different one, but it doesn't seem to really work anymore. So um but yeah, because generally speaking, all I was trying to do was make sure that I was getting, you know, like I don't, I don't know why I created my own because it wasn't really all that – it wasn't for what I use it for now. But in any case, I liked having databases, and they still exist on some laptop. I think my old Toshiba laptop still has um, all the backups of all these things. I don't know if they're in a format that's readable, but I had very extensive databases of – TV shows that had, you know, the title, the air date, the writer, the director, right. the um, episode synopsis, you know, whatever. I don't know why I did that, but I did. I apparently had a lot of time on my hands, you know, whenever that was. And Palm Pilots were quite some time ago now. But, um, but yeah, so it kind of reminds me of the functionality, though, where it was really easy for me to design exactly what kinds of fields I wanted right. and how I wanted to arrange them and... Um, whatever. So now I've been experimenting a little bit more with um, with using it for some other functionality that I, you know, hadn't occurred to me. I think I started like back when I was first playing around with it. I was trying to figure out some way to put together something for like my pen and pencil collection um, to sort of like figure out, you know, be able to keep track what I do own, what I don't own, what I have refills for, you know, right. stuff like that. And I didn't get very far because I wasn't really sure what I was doing or and I wasn't really sure what I wanted it to look like either. And I think you kind of have to know what you want <laughs> or at least start having an idea of what you might want. Um, so now I started playing with a few other like template ones that I'm looking at for like books. Um, and then I 
downloaded a template for a blog editorial calendar thing because I might be starting either starting a new one or repurposing one of my blogs for um, another purpose um, related to the other thing that I'm actually working on building right now, which is a database of all of my Stampin' Up! stuff. Um, <laughs> I have, I mean, I've been involved in some capacity with Stampin' Up! since... I don't know, the early, the early aughts anyway. So somewhere around 2002, 2003, something like that. Um, so I've been collecting a lot of stuff over the years, ink pads, papers, um, designer series, papers, stamp sets, shockingly enough, stamp sets themselves, um, <laughs> And other, you know, other things that, you know, you just have. And so it's always been really hard for me to figure out how to keep track of those things. Um, a few years ago, I started trying to figure out how to do it in a like a Google Sheets environment so that I could maybe share it with my mom and stuff because she also has stuff. And right. especially stamp sets, then we could, you know, try to we don't really need to both buy the same stamp set because we live just, you know, ten, you know, 10 minutes from each other. Right. Um, so we can share things like that. But it was really hard keeping track. What I struggled with a lot was keeping track of um, when things retired. So, you know, I'd have them in a list of like what the current catalog products are and what things I want, what things I have, et cetera. And then, you know, things retire on a regular basis. That's just sort of the nature of the thing. And so I would constantly be like copying or cutting and pasting them into a different sheet of retired things instead. And it was kind of unwieldy. Right. Um, so I was kind of thinking about that. And all of a sudden I was working on that the other day. It was the last weekend. And all of a sudden Airtable popped into my head. And I'm like, you know. You can create your own fields and do some things. And it just sort of spiraled where I realized you can just have a checkbox for whether or not it's retired or, or not. Or and make it um, – you can do the drop-down list thing. So you could have like active yeah. or retired or in my collection or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of trying to take it a little bit slow so that I kind of have some time to revamp some things. So right. originally I started working on um, a table of like all the ink pads, right? And so I was like, I put the product number and the color and whether or not, so they have two different, like an older style pad and a newer style that a lot of mine are the old style. So, I, and I want to know which it is. Um, so I was kind of, you know, working on that. And then I realized, you know, these colors are for all kinds of different things, markers, other kind, you know, the little ink spots, right? the, the paper, all these different things come in all these colors i really need a table that's just the colors and then i can tie those you know i can it's a relational database thing you know like access right. or whatever way easier to use in my opinion um so that's so then i had to sort of shift gears a little bit and kind of like work on just what does my color table look like and then and which was actually a, what ended up being really good about that too was that I have tons of colors that I don't care about keeping track of right this second because I'm really concentrating on what the current colors are, not so much all the retired ones. But I have tons of retired ones going back 15 years that at some point I want to add in and keep track of you know, what do I have for those for inks and papers and whatever. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, because I can just add them to the color table later. I don't have to do that all right now. Whereas if I tried to like, cause my thinking was I'll set up something for the stamp pads and then I can just kind of like copy that format and do it for markers and I can, you know, whatever. But if I put in all the colors first, I'll never be done. Right. So this way I just do the colors, you know, in one table and then the inventory items are separate tables. 
Um, another thing that I realized, so the um, Stampin' Up! has um, designer series paper that coordinates, of course, you know, it's patterned paper that coordinates with the regular colors, you know, the straight colors. And so I actually ended up putting in for that a field where I can put all the coordinating colors. And of course, it links back to the same color table. So then I can say, oh, OK, that coordinates with, you know, Garden Green and Mary Merlot or whatever, which I'm always having to go to the catalog to look up or the, you know, for retired colors, I have to go to or re- retired papers. I have to go to old catalogs to look up. Right. So now as I kind of build my inventory of what I have and I put in those colors, it'll just always be at my fingertips. And it's, you know, so far it's been easier to work on it either on a computer or my iPad, but I can pull it up on my phone. And so if I'm out and about and, oh, do I have this, that, or the other thing, or if a friend wants to borrow a stamp set, I'll have that information. Yeah. Um, There's tons of different things that I need to build. So it's going to take a while. Um, You know, there's all kinds of different tools and um, different products to kind of maintain. But, um, but yeah, it's a, there's sort of a, the, one of the largest light bulbs you've ever seen go off above someone's head. (laughs) (laughs) When I realized, oh, Airtable. Yeah. (laughs) That would so well for this. And I think when I have it kind of built, I think I could be, I should be able to create a template of it for my, you know, other Stampin' Up! friends. Yes. Yes. To be able to use if they want to. Yep. So, so for people um, that don't know, so Airtable has, it's a database program online and you can have workspaces. Um, and then within those workspaces, you have what they call a base, which is your, your database. And so like I have uh, for workspace, I have home crafts, my Etsy stuff, and then stuff for MGS and stuff for the podcast. And then within those, like for the um, home one, I've got my job search database, my bill tracker database, um, what the kids owe me for money, home modeling, my genealogy records log and stuff. And I think what I'll do after we're done here is I'll do a quick little video and post that on the Facebook page of this. And the next thing we're going to talk about so people can visually see what we're talking about. I think that'd be helpful. And it comes with templates and there is a universe which people share their stuff. So you could maybe even share your Stampin' Up! one on the universe. I don't know what I'm a little concerned about is just that I don't know if I could call it because it includes proprietary information. I don't know exactly how that would work. So, um, so yeah, I'm a little fuzzy on what I would be able to do that way. Because, yeah, I mean, I'd be happy to just share it, you know, but I have to, I'm not exactly sure how that part of it works. Right. But... But in any case, it made it, you know, super brilliant as far as trying to figure out how to organize this stuff going forward, because like with other things, and I think more sort of in terms of SharePoint, where I have, you know, like SharePoint lists and I can have a view. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure that that's an access thing, too. It's just been so long since I worked in access that I don't remember exactly how that all works. But um, but Airtable has that. So that's a really easy way where you can kind of, you know, you can set up a view with, you know, certain filters applied or certain criteria applied. So I can have one. I can make sure that I have a view that's just current product or just retired product or all the product or other other criteria that might pop to mind that would be helpful to have. We just have a view for all those different things mm-hmm. and you can easily switch between them. And yeah, it was, it was kind of mind blowing in a way when I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the perfect thing for this thing that I want to have. <laughs> <laughs> so then on the flip side of that is a thing that I've ran into that Christy doesn't even know about yet. Well, I mean, I've told her now, but what? <laughs> <laughs> and it's called Google's data studio. 
So what it is, is it's a way to create reports or views of data, a ways to look at data that you have and manipulate it into something visual. And you can create, um, it's free. You can put in all sorts of data sources. So like if I wanted to create a new data source, um, I can put in for free, the, I'll just list them off what it says. You can upload a file of a, of, of a spreadsheet or something. Um, Attribution 360, I don't know what that is. Uh, BigQuery is one. Campaign Manager, Cloud Spanner, Cloud SQL, Display and Video, Extract Data, blah, blah, blah. We don't know any of those. But Google Ad Manager, Google Ads, Google Analytics, Google Cloud Storage, or a Google Sheet. You can connect a Google Sheet to it. Um, which is what I've done, or there's some part paid partner ones for other stuff as well that I don't pay for, but I've been doing a lot of Google sheets. So I have stuff in a spreadsheet and I can connect it through here. And then from there I can make pretty visual reports, but they're kind of interactive. Like I can put a date range thing and, um, like one of my reports, I use if this, then that, and it automatically logs in a, in a Google spreadsheet, different things for every day. And I could take that sheet and connect it as a data source and make something pretty, but then I can add in a field that I can in that report, change the date and all of the information in that little sheet that I'm looking at will change. So it's just a fun little way to take data that you have and explore it and analyze it and manipulate it into something visual. So different, you can put charts, you can put bar charts, you can do a, a, a geolo- ge- geological visual map um, of data of where your data is coming from. If, if that's one of those things that you track. Um, geological? Well, um, you know, well, geographical? That's the one. Okay. I, was <laughs> I like, mean, if you've are, got a database of like geological samples. Work on yeah. this? <laughs> I mean, you could probably make a spreadsheet out of it and go with it. But yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, um, I did a lot of that. I'm using it mainly for social media and website tracking information. Um, there are some services like the, the spreadsheet one, I obviously with the Excel, the, the Google spreadsheet, I obviously have to update that myself. But when there are some connections that I'm sort of, I think I'm getting them for free right now that will automatically keep that updated. So then I can just go into my spreadsheet and just change the date and I can see the new info. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great way. If you've got a spreadsheet of data, you can plug it in and then build a report or build a visual graphic out of it. So for free. So that was cool. Yeah. I kind of I pulled it up just to kind of take a look at it. That Google. Yep. They're always all sorts of stuff. Yeah, they do. And then I <laughs> had in our notes, we need to talk about something genealogy related. Oh, do we? Are you sure that we're not going to talk about something geologically related? We could probably talk about that, too, but I don't know a damn thing about rocks. <laughs> I took at least two classes in college on, about geology, but that was just because um, I didn't want to deal with chemistry. Yeah. And I had to take a lab. So I actually did take, like, rocks for jocks. Like, <laughs> But it was actually a very interesting class. I learned a lot about rocks. Oh. But that was also a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I just know but some rocks, if you crack thing, them open, they're pretty inside. That's about it. Like a geode? Yeah, sure. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The ones that you crack open and they look like crystals or whatever inside. Those are geodes. Um, I have my so mom really, laughing. I remember one thing. <laughs> because she's like, my kid's dumb. 
I took um, it, so that I took one where it was like a lab class, and then one that was a uh, environmental. Uh, geology and that was actually really fascinating because I learned all kinds of stuff about like erosion and landslides and you know all kind you know earthquakes and all that right. kind of stuff that's related to like the environment right <laughs> so it was actually it was a it was a good class also the book was short so um not that I don't like reading but I was also taking other things but so genealogy related all right. <laughs> yeah, I got um, nothing. <laughs> I was gonna say pretty much my whole geology. Ge- I was gonna say geology. <laughs> my whole genealogy world right now is pretty much focused on um, the Minnesota Genealogical Society and various things having to do with that right now. Same. So. <laughs> like, every once in a while, my mom says something about like something that she's working on, and I'm like, <sighs> but I am taking a course coming up soon. It starts. Uh, Actually, no, the 23rd. So just a little under a month from, from now. Um, so, but that probably means four weeks from today. Um, that is going to be sort of a intermediate-ish um, level course where I'm actually going to have to like do writing and stuff. And I don't know what I'm going to write about. Um, it, I, I run into this all the time when I'm trying to take classes and courses and stuff that are more advanced is that because my mom has done so much work on our family's stuff, I've got I don't it. know what to do. I've got it. Oh, you, yeah? You do my, my grandfather. Uh, you can, okay. You can write about him. <laughs> and then you <laughs> okay. can do the work for me. <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, uh, I'll look into it. Well, yeah. maybe that's maybe that's how we can do some trade-off yeah. with... Yeah. Um, oh, I need to fix that. Um with uh, some 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 upcoming needs that I might have yes. because you know I'm not busy enough. Right. So I decided that um, I would re- rejoin the Stampin' Up family. Um, that's kind of related to this whole thing that I'm using Airtable for. Um, although I would have stumbled across Airtable eventually because I this is something I've been struggling with just as a customer. Um, but I was a demonstrator back from 2006 to 2012. I left for reasons that made a lot of sense at the time. Um, I'm not going to go into that. But um, between both, you know, things that were going on in the, that particular thing. But I've always really just been interested in it as a hobby level thing, and that's that is still true. Um, Stampin' Up is a really good one if you're if you're interested in the products, of course, um, which I very much am. Which I um, think I need to replace my spots because I think they've all dried out. Sadly, I have some sad news on that front oh. for you. Um, at this point, the only way that you can get spots is by subscribing to Paper Pumpkin. Ugh. And they come in your Paper Pumpkin. I mean, that's not sad for me because I subscribe. I've been subscribed to Paper Pumpkin forever. So I have tons of little spots. But, um, but yeah, I don't, it, it, I, that was something that I didn't realize, or maybe I forgot about that they don't sell. I mean, they, they used to sell them in color families. Right. Um, but yeah, but another, but another, another sort of affordable alternative, depending on what you use them for, is the markers. Um, well, see, and that's the thing. I have watercolor, water brush markers that I would okay. use them for. That I would use the spots. Uh, oh, okay. Because I could get a lot of colors, but then I just need a little bit, and then I can like watercolor with them in a way. Okay. Because <sighs> I don't I want a whole do ink markers. pad. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that. Um, hmm. 
interesting. Because I well, don't do as much stamping as as I used to. Actually, Amy, well, or, I think Amy got or, rid of all of our stamps now. If it's really just if it's literally the ink that you want, um, the ink refills are pretty affordable. Yeah. So you just you know, like use a little. I also you know, liked, I loved I loved when they were in color families because I could just pick one and I knew they all kind of coordinated because they were all the same like tone. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. The color families still exist. Yeah. Um, uh, they they did a major refresh this last June, which is part of what. Um, so in my time of doing Stampin' Up, this was the second big refresh of the color families. Okay. Um, and that was one of the things that I was dealing with. Well, I'm still dealing with to some extent because I have a lot of stuff. Um, well, I want so a catalog. Just trying so. to go through. Huh? I want a catalog. So, well, yeah, the, I'm getting my my. My original supply order is coming on Monday um, with some catalogs and things. So you mean Um, I might actually have to go to knitting on Tuesday? Maybe. (laughs) Be like, this is the only way you're getting a catalog is if you show up at knitting on Tuesday. Right. Right. Um, Yeah. So I, um, so yeah, I've been, it's one of those things where I know I made the decision for a really good reason or a hand, you know, a collection of really good reasons, but I've kind of always regretted it. I've always missed it. Um, being a demonstrator, even at the hobby level, you still get to do really fun things. Right. I went to convention twice. Um, I went to at least one and maybe two regional events, um, when they were held in Minneapolis. Um, I, you know, the, you, there are things that, if you really love the products as much as I do, and I don't, I still don't know exactly why I do, but I do. Um, part of it is the color coordination. That's always been a huge thing for me yep. um, because I love playing with color combinations and stuff. And so just knowing that how things coordinate is really fun for me. Yep. Um, so I've always, even though, you know, when I, when I originally left as a demonstrator in 2012, I did have some time where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm free to use whatever I want. I don't have to worry about, you know, having holding a class where I'm only making things with current catalog products and I can buy these things, you know, and at the time archivers was still in existence and there were really cool things out there in the world that I would go to archivers and see. And, you know, I did buy a bunch of that stuff, but I still, I always come back and I'm really only ever using my Stampin' Up stuff. Right. So, um, and I did, I did, did start, start subscribing <laughs> to, um, Good, good thing this isn't live, although you never edit any of this stuff out anyway. So, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, I think it's more fun. <laughs> that's true. It makes us like real people because we are. Um, the um, where was I going with that? Flub, flub. <laughs> Stamp it up. Colors, uh, archivers, going paper back pumpkin. To, I think yeah. I'm starting to go to paper pumpkin. Um, so, yeah, so I, I started subscribing to Paper Pumpkin, not quite right away when it started, but fairly early on. And um, the although like some of my other subscription boxes, um, it's actually the first subscription box that I ever tried because I didn't even really know what a subscription box was yet then. After that, I think I like found out about Birchbox and a bunch of other things that I've tried over time and I'm I'm down to very few now that I actually get, but, um, but I still get the paper pumpkin and I still, you know, I, I, I'm a person who I really like the, the design part of it. So just, you know, sitting down and crafting what comes out of the paper pumpkin box is not necessarily my favorite thing. I'll sometimes do one or two things of the, of the kit that comes and then I'll kind of do my own thing. Um, I'll use it to do other, you know, I'll use some of the stuff to do other projects. That's really hard to explain right. um, if you don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm looking um, at the site right now. Yeah. So basically when you get a pump, paper pumpkin kit, it comes with most of what you need to create um, some sort of project or a 
you know, a, a bunch of cards or whatever it is. It says, and so every kit includes an exclusive stamp set, ink spot, and embellishments to create a pre-designed project at least six times a year. Yes. And they send yep. all card kits with eight or more cards. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So, like, for example, I just did the one that came in December, and it was... It's a Friends of a Feather. Calendar. No. No, that's October. December. Oh, sorry. Day by day. Yep. Day by day. So, it is a cute little calendar thing. Yeah, And it is for cute. the most part, I actually made that as is, except I only did mine to include the pages for... It actually had 18 months of calendar, so it went into 2020, but I just did it for 2019. Um, and so... There's some, so it comes with these pages with the calendar dates pre-printed on them, um, some ribbon, uh, and uh, I think I've seen conflicting information. I thought mine came with two spots, um, pool party and clubs of coral, maybe. Um, I have to go look because I had the full ink pads for those, so I just pulled those out because sometimes if I already have the full ink pads, I give the spots to my mother. Um, but, um, and then... Some some sheets with sticker sheets that you would ink, you know, like ink with the little, you know, the stamps and then um, or stamp with the inks um, and put those little there's, you know, set up so that they already are, have adhesive on them. So there's sort of like stickers that you just put on the individual pages with the stamping that you did um, and then. You know, you kind of put them together with a little backer and, you know, with a ribbon to hang it. Um, there are some other ideas out there. That's actually one of the cool things that I love about the Stampin' Up! community is that there are people out there who put out, like on YouTube and other um, methods, other outlets, um, ways to use those kits in other ways. And that's one of the things that I really have fun with. But this particular one, I actually went pretty straight up, except I added a third color, um, Mary Merlot to my stamping pieces. And then I did three different designs for what I did for those stickers. And then I used pool party ink to ink this, the, around the edges of the paper. I'm going to put pictures of this somewhere. I haven't figured out where our Instagram um, thing. Well, that's actually, you know, yeah, that's actually something I need to figure out for, you know, like, yes, I want to be, I only really have aims to be a hobby demonstrator, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to like passively do some stuff like right. social media and whatever. So I may have to think about whether or not that's going to be on my regular Instagram feed or well, I don't now, know. I've but, got, I've got the app to repost and then it'll put the tag of oh, the original poster. So yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, so yeah. So anyway, I took some pictures. I actually took it to work, but I really liked how the, the sides, um, inking up the sides of the paper really kind of tied in with the ribbon because um, right. it's a color. Anyway, so even though I pretty much did the project as is, I kind of like made it your own. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of added my own a little bit of my own flair or something. And then you to try it. to tell me you're not creative. No, no, I never said that I'm not creative. I'm not artistic. Oh. Well, well, <laughs> that's still artistic. They're well. the same thing. <laughs> I just, I, I cannot draw to save my soul. Although that's not true because I did a YouTube class or like a YouTube video where the guy showed you like how to draw the different things. I actually did draw recognizable faces. Yeah. So apparently I can. I just, it doesn't come naturally. That's no, for sure. And I don't think it comes naturally really to anybody. It's just like my kids, when they first started drawing, uh, they don't listen to this podcast, but they were horrible. <laughs> 
And now I look at the stuff that like my oldest two girl, my, my, well, my two girls put together. Well, even my youngest boy, they're amazing. They're amazing pieces. And I'm like, and it's just because they drew like every day. It's just practice is all it really is. And even me, I'm trying to practice now more. I'm trying to work on lettering. That is a little challenging, but it's getting there and it's oh, getting better. So there's actually a really interesting, uh, it's something I might order. I haven't decided. Um, so it's in the catalog, in the Stampin' Up! catalog. I think it's I think it's in the main catalog because, of course, there's a, you know, we have two, you know, seasonal type catalogs as well. Um, but I think it's in the main catalog. I have no idea what it's called off the top of my head, but in my catalog is not handy. But um, but it's actually a thing where you get practice sheets Ooh. to to like learn how to do the upstrokes and the downstrokes. And um, I mean, of course the sort of the goal is that you're using the, the stamp and write markers, right. but um, well, you could use other things if you have them. Um, but I, I like it because you learn how to do that. And then you're using the color, you know, the markers that coordinate with the whole system. But right. um, cause you know, that's high. That's actually one of the things that I still need to get for the color refresh. There's still a ton of markers I do not have. Um, but um the so anyway that's something that i thought was really interesting because it is something that people are kind of into right now Mm -hmm. and stampin up is with that trend and so yeah you get with this particular stamp set you get practice sheets that help you learn how to do the different all kinds of different letters and even like some joined letters and things so that's something i i've been i saw a video about it on youtube i think and I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I may, even though I'm not super into it, it seems like it might be something right. that it might not hurt to learn. Right. Um, well, and that's, I think the one thing that I really like, like I've always been wanting to do lettering and I got books on it, but then I never did it because of the whole paper, pen, ink, like I'd screw up. But that's the one thing I like <laughs> about like Procreate. Some of these people, these lettering people use it and they've made guide templates in there and mm-hmm. I can try to draw a letter and oh, it looks like crap. Two taps, undo try it again <laughs> yeah. and it's it's so much better i can keep going until it looks the way i want it to look and i don't have to worry about you know it you know going through tons of paper so right yeah yep well we are at one hour and 14 minutes and 40 seconds well it's a good thing we don't publish very often huh <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> an hour and a half every week right. like, unsubscribe actually i don't even know do we have subscribers i don't know um besides us <laughs> we do we do okay. um, i don't know like it doesn't tell me like our itunes subscribers i don't think i just know where they come that they come from there um yeah. but i'll share with i'll send you the latest stats after this could you do could you do that in google data studio or whatever oh, yeah yeah i totally can <laughs> I'll make it a, a thingy thing. There you go. There you <laughs> that go. That was so specific. A thingy thing. Yeah. I was like, I was sort of kidding, but on the other hand, and then you, there's a function where you can share with people. So you can just share it with me on there. Yeah, totally. So very good. It was, right. it was fun chatting. Yes. So until next time, whenever the heck that will be. <laughs> Cause we don't even know. <laughs> no. No, we're at least doing it pretty, you know, somewhat regularly. So yeah, our last one was, well, I don't even know. Oh wait, yes, I do. I have, I have the thing open right here. Our last episode was, drum roll, please. No, I said view and edit. <laughs> <laughs> was December twenty second, two 
So oh, it's been about well, a month. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, it was December 6th. So we were really close you- then. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was September. And then it was July. <laughs> Well, the summer just kind of went away. <laughs> stuff happens. Yeah, stuff happens. But yeah, right. so and well, and happily, your your computer situation is resolved again. So yes. we we can actually record in separate locations again. Yes, yes that is very handy. Yep. I've, so well, my main computer can do it. I still haven't figured out how to do it on my new Mac. <laughs> but now you can't have everything. <laughs> no, <I> really can't. <laughs> We've made some progress. Yes. Or you've made some progress. I've done nothing. I just I just show up. So <laughs> that's all I need really. Well, until next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find our show notes and other info on our website at superchunkypodcast.com. And be sure to like us on Facebook. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or other podcasting services. Mm-hmm.